I've been an absolute sad sack this week. And uh, when I'm a sad sack, I tend to just get lost online and go on shopping websites. And I don't actually buy anything. I just look at all the stuff and then don't actually buy it or put it in my basket, but then don't actually buy it and never buy it. And then I came across an email from um, from a farm company uh, that I previously bought, you know, some organic chicken from many years ago. And uh, it was like shop our Christmas meat section. And I was like, oh, fuck it, I'll go on that, I'll have a look. And uh, I ended up putting two Christmas meats in my basket and paying for it and checking out. And then I called my sister the next day. I was like, oh, by the way, I've got the Christmas meat. And she was like, oh, dear, why? It's already, it's already October, what are you doing? I was like, I know, but I got this email from this farm company. So I just, I'll tell you what I've got. And I got like this, um, you know, pork and, and a beef, like a roast beef thing with like parsley in it and bone marrow. And she was like, you know, that's for like 12 people. And I was like, is it? She was like, yeah, you dickhead. And uh, you know, I'm not going to be there for Christmas. I was like, cool, cool, cool. So then I had to email the farming company and be like, guys, I'm really sorry I ordered too much meat. Actually, it's only going to be me for Christmas, so I just cancel that order. Welcome to today's episode of Do Do Do, Famous with a Baby. You know something's going on wrong in life, don't you? When you're planning your Christmas meet in fucking October. Like, I love Christmas. I love Christmas. Christmas means the world to me. Like, I've always adored Christmas. I think it's a beautiful celebration. And in Poland, we celebrate Christmas Eve more so than Christmas Day. So I don't even know this. If you see my shows, you'll know this. Uh, you celebrate Christmas Eve, so every Christmas Eve you have to wait uh, for the first star to come out, and then you lay a, you lay out twelve dishes, and you're not allowed to eat all fucking day. And my mum would never let us eat all fucking day, and you'd be there, and you'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm starving! Can I just eat something?" And she'd be like, "Please, you're hardly starving." I'd be like, "Oh mate, can you give it a rest?" She's like, "Oh, can you give it a rest?" Um, and uh, she'd make this amazing like beetroot soup, and we'd have these wafers that you'd give out, and you'd have this incredible meal on Christmas Eve, and she'd make such a fuss over it. Like my mum would spend two or three days cooking this meal and making this magnificent, gorgeous, wonderful, tasty meal and uh, we'd always be in the kitchen like and she'd be like nobody helps me nobody helps me so you'd go and help her and she'd be like get out the way you're in the way and you'd be like you can't fucking win <laughs> she just wouldn't want to do it herself but she would take days to prepare this delicious meal and I don't know why because the family was broken so everybody fucking argued anyway everything kicked off like it always kicked off like you know people were late somebody wouldn't get dressed properly like my mum would then get upset like that we're not making the effort and she would just be like can everybody just get to the table and have a nice family meal and what you do is you'd have that meal on Christmas Eve and then afterwards you'd open all the presents and you'd open the presents on Christmas Eve so that Christmas Eve was about Jesus. Uh, it was about presents and then Christmas Day could be about Jesus when Jesus was born. Hallelujah. And that was always the thing. And she used to make such a fuss of Christmas. And so uh, it was a tradition that, annoyingly, she never taught me how to cook all the dishes. Like, I did try in them, but she didn't really do I mean, she showed me the donuts once. There was a YouTube video of her making donuts. They're amazing. Um, but that idea, idea of being family and together and... I sometimes see other families on Christmas Day how they're like, I've got a friend of mine and they've got loads of kids in their family and the whole day is just like a whole room full of presents and the whole day is just kids opening presents slowly throughout the day. And it's a really joyous and fun occasion. And I don't know about you, but for me, like family meals have always been fucking, normally they've resulted in arguments and fallouts and they've been horrible and you're like, I try and avoid them like the plague. So... I don't know why every fucking year I make such an effort to make a big family meal when there isn't the family there. Like, there is no family here. And this year, it's literally me and Bernie. And the the awareness of actually at Christmas time being on your own and what's wrong with that and looking at other people and looking at family people together. And I know Christmas will be very difficult for lots of people this year with the cost of living crisis, with how expensive everything is. And so Christmas will feel different. And Yuasha is going away on holiday this year for Christmas, which means I'm going to be myself. And so what I should be doing right now is 
priming myself up like a little turkey and signing up to dating apps and trying to meet somebody so that I'm not on my own for Christmas. But all that's going to happen is I'm going to end up on my own for Christmas. So then I thought, well, I know what I'll do. I'll book a holiday to the Maldives. Fuck it. I'll have my own honeymoon. I should have had a honeymoon by now and I haven't. So I'll have my own honeymoon by myself in the Maldives. And then I thought, I don't know what's more depressing, actually. Being at home, ordering a fucking beef for 12 people and eating it by yourself. Or being by yourself on a honeymoon in the Maldives. So you go, what do you do? (laughs) What do you do and why do you care? Why do we care? And then I thought, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to book a holiday and I'm going to go away for a week or two weeks. I'm going to go away. And then I can't get a sitter for Bernie. So then you realise, oh, Bernie is like my child. So I have a child. I have Bernie who is my child, but I can't get her sat anywhere. So I have to stay with Bernie. And I love staying with Bernie, but she does kind of, you know, restrict me in many ways. And I love Bernie. I want Bernie around forever. That's not the point. The point is, I'll be sat at home by myself at Christmas Day with Bernie. And they've got to be all right with that. But there's got to be more to life, mate. There's got to be more to life. I don't want to be sat by myself and my dog on Christmas with just a hat each, staring at each other. Like, I don't want that. I don't want that. And so what do you do to change it? If you see that something is in your future, if you see that in your direct future is you being on your own for a holiday occasion, what do you do? Because I haven't got any family to go to. And if Ash is not here, then... Oh, God, it's so depressing, isn't it, the thought of it? And you see so many friends and people that have just got their own you know families and people to go visit like their mums or their dads or the other half of their family that's still there and oh I can't help but feel kind of like a loser that I don't have a family to go to um so you build your own family and I I could absolutely go to Poland and go see my mum's cousin she could make me kotleti I had such a wonderful time if you watched any of my stories when I was traveling kotleti is phenomenal it's the best dish ever and um, I could do that. And I guess it's the, like, what do you want your life to look like? Because it's all very well and good sat there complaining and feeling sorry for ourselves and feeling isolated and lonely. And actually all you want really is a cuddle and somebody to tell you that everything's going to be okay. And there's something about being right now in this moment and just especially when the world seems so uncertain and so cruel and so full of terror and fear. And maybe the terror and fear has always been there. We just haven't had the access to it before like we have now. It's just this crying out and great demand to be for closeness, for connection, to be unified, to, to, for our collective humanity, to be loved, to be safe, to be taken care of. That's what we want. Peace. That's what we want. Collectively. And we all deserve that. And there'll be plenty of people that go, well, Christmas is not a big deal. Just don't make Christmas a big deal. Like, why are you talking about Christmas in October? Exactly. It's not a big deal. We've got months yet. It's not even important. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. But writing that email to the farm company saying, actually, I ordered too much meat. It's only going to be me. Don't worry about it. Was pretty grounding. Was pretty humbling. Was pretty humbling so what would a dream holiday look like what would a dream holiday look like for you what are your plans for your for christmas what are your plans for in the future and if you are somebody that's in your 40s and single and childless 
and there's the acknowledgement, isn't there? I know it's it's a strange thing. I don't know if anybody else feels this. Like in your 20s and 30s, it's that idea of friendships or focusing on your friendships and going to your friendship groups. But you do naturally grow apart from friendship groups. And I'm in my 40s, I'm noticing like I've naturally grown apart from my friendship groups. And you can't have the best friend that you have before because they've got their own lives. They've got their own family. They've got their own partner. They've got their own little unit that they're building. And it's not that anybody's like made less effort or anything like that. It's just that people grow apart because people have got different priorities. So people build different things. And so if I haven't built that, then that's on me to build it. If I, you know, I chose to focus on my career like a dickwad. So that's why I'm talking into a microphone to you, Laurel, rather than breastfeeding a child. My my child, preferably. <laughs> These are the choices that we make. And actually, probably feeling alone and feeling isolated, it's kind of magnified in those times where you're used to having a family unit or you're used to having tradition where tradition states this is how it will look and there'll be lots of people who have broken homes or somebody who's died or have lost people that will be feeling incredibly lost and incredibly frustrated in the coming in the coming few uh, months and there'll also be lots of people having great joy and celebrating great joy and I think maybe that's what we have to hold on to is that idea of actually we we have freedom we're safe and warm and we have our freedom And we have the choice to change it and to make it different. We have the choice to choose what we do with it. So it's a choice. You can choose to sit at home on your own and be a flump. Or you can take that marshmallow energy and be like, actually, I can plan in ahead now to put things in place to make sure that actually I'm going to feel good. At a time when I know it can be vulnerable, I'm going to put things in place and look after myself to make sure that I feel good in a time that I know I'm probably going to be a bit susceptible to like looking what's going on and seeing the you know the the greeting card images of what like a lovely life looks like what can I do and one of those things is yes go to the Maldives before it sinks completely um god humanity is awful aren't we aren't we just fucking all is it the end of the world guys like is it is it the end of the world I don't know I don't know I'm just putting it out there I don't know if it is or not I don't know if it is or not. I don't know. I spoke to a neighbour recently who is 50 in her 50s and she just recently broke up with a partner that she was with for a few years. And she was saying that she's come to the conclusion where she's in a place in her life where her job's fine. Her job's fine. Her job is what her job is. And she's got a house, she's got that, but there's a there's a deep feeling of dissatisfaction and that uh, that acknowledgement that, okay, well, she hasn't had children, she hasn't had a family, so she's probably, if she hasn't done it by now, she's all right with that. So what does her life look like without those things? Because we're, so t- we're told so often that these are the things, and I definitely want those things still. I definitely want a partner and a baby and a family. Like, I definitely, definitely want that. I definitely want a unit. I want to feel normal. I want to be normal (laughs) I want to have a family I want to have a sit down fucking meal with a family like I want my kids and the dad and for us to all get on and for us to have a meal and it's lovely and everyone just likes each other oh my god could you imagine how nice that would be just to be sat around a table and everyone just likes each other and there's no like you know holding on to your fucking gripping your hands underneath the table or like fucking not saying the wrong thing or being on edge the whole time or just waiting for it to kick off there's no drama there's no stress it's just lovely and nice oh my gosh how nice would that be you know when I look at like movies of how Christmas looks do you know did you know the closest 
movie or thing that I've seen that I go, oh, I can relate to that, that Christmas. Um, you know, the bear. <laughs> Have you seen the Christmas episode of the bear? I watched that and obviously it wasn't that bad, but you watch that and you go, oh, that complete destruction, everyone just fucking kink kicking off and it's like litmus, litmus and test match. Yeah, I recognise that. Like, wouldn't it be nice for it to not be like that? Wouldn't that be lovely? Wouldn't it be nice if it was at home alone? Like, not where you get left by yourself um, and abandoned as a small child. I mean, like, I mean, I think I want the house as well. Okay, forget that. I think I want the house is what I'm talking about, home alone. I don't mean like that. I mean, like, just nice. I had that once with an ex-partner. We had a Christmas Eve together. Um, we won't talk about New Year, but Christmas Eve was fucking perfection. Oh, it was so lovely. It was just us two, and it was chilled. And I'd made this salmon, and I think it was out of date, so I shat myself immediately after eating this dinner that I spent fucking 12 hours preparing. And so, like, that was the only thing that went wrong. But apart from that, it was lovely. It was so nice. And that's what I wish for us, to have that peace and connection and love and just kindness and inner inner harmony i would love that for us all i would love that for us all and i can't leave bernie at christmas i can't leave bernie at christmas like that's i wouldn't like that i don't want to be like oh merry christmas and like not have bernie around i need bernie around i love bernie bernie's a legend so yes it's weird to be talking about this in october can you tell that I've run out of things to talk about this week? That I'm trying to stay focused this week and what what can I talk about that's interesting in a podcast that I can talk to you a lot about um without complaining. And this was this 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 was this was the closest I could get, guys. <laughs> this was the closest I could get. And it all unraveled after that email from the farm shop. This is where it all went wrong. This is why you should never sign up to mailing lists. This is why you should never sign up to mailing lists. I um, I remember we had a horrible Christmas once, and uh, I talk about it and what Beyonce do. There's a Christmas once because I think sometimes Christmas puts on such a expectation. And um, it was Christmas a few years ago. My little brother took an overdose and tried to kill himself, and it was on Christmas Day, and uh, it was horrible. And I talk about it and what Beyonce do. So watch the show what Beyonce do. You can hear about it all on there and see the story all on there. And that's where the show was born out of actually comedy. The comedy show what Beyonce did that went on to tour for so long was born from that horrific Christmas where mental health crisis can be at an all-time high especially male suicide can be at an all-time high and uh, it was meant to be a time of like love and care and support and family and niceness and actually all I saw in my family was things falling apart and it was devastating and I remember feeling very broken and very shameful and ashamed of like this is happening and and how can I who can I talk to about it who can I share this with because I felt very embarrassed that this is what we were dealing with. And this was back in 2011 uh, at the time when this was happening. And he's fine. He's doing really well now. Like, it's been a long time. He's doing very, very well. And um, and I remember at the time just this disconnect between what Christmas is and what it, the reality and that what it sh- looks like and what it is. And I think that's why I struggled with the last few years, especially after my mum died, is the appearance of Christmas, the appearance of making things look really good, the appearance of making things look normal, the appearance of having the, you know, having the white picket fence and the nice dress and the smile and everything's fine, just keep going, just keep going. And actually the reality of going, 
actually it's bullshit everything's falling apart this feels shit I don't like it and actually there is an ease with that and there is a there's a purging with that isn't there to do that to be honest to have a more honest conversation with expectations to reality and so actually if we accept reality for what it is we're much less likely to fall under the trap and the overwhelm where our mental health gets worse I think I don't know I think that's what could happen so if you acknowledge hey I'm gonna probably be on my own and it's fine and I'm probably gonna you know as long as I'm happy and healthy it'll be just another day won't it And we have to do things in the meantime that work towards us creating the life that we love and that we want. I think for the last few years, this has gone very personal very quickly. Guys, I told you it was a sad sack week. Um, I think for the last few years, um, I have very much tried to recreate uh, my mum's Christmas. And I think every year it's been very difficult. Every year I've found it very challenging and almost too much to do. And I've never really enjoyed it. Like, I've never really got off on it. I've always just felt like a deep sense of sadness. And actually, last year, I promised myself this year will be different. This year, I'll do something different. I won't try and recreate what she did. I'll try and... I'll go with whatever's in front of me. Even if that is a bit of meat for 12 people which actually won't be in front of me anymore because I cancelled the order so yeah I'm really sorry for talking to you about Christmas in October that wasn't my intention with this episode if you guys could give me a topic for what to talk about next week then I can do it But basically what happens is I have loads of ideas and then I release 10 of them and then I suddenly have no ideas and then release nothing. And so then you end up with this. But again, it's a work in progress podcast, isn't it? We're just trying to figure shit out. We're trying to work our way through life. Yeah. Okay. That's it for today. That's all we've got. Guys. Plan Christmas, okay? Plan ahead. Don't be a sad sack. Don't don't think about it, but think about it, okay? So that you're not a sad sack. Let's try and work towards not being sad sacks. Look, it started getting winter, started getting darker earlier. We're all getting that sad thing. It's very much happening. It's very much a thing. It's very, very real. Uh, that's all I've got to say about that. Okay. Are we done? Are we done? No, we're not done because I've still got another two minutes to go and I can't stop until I've done two minutes because I promised myself I'll be doing 20-minute episodes and I'm going to release 20-minute episodes and that's what I'm going to do because I promised myself I'm going to do a podcast called Famous with a Baby. So this is our part of being famous with a baby, the part of being vulnerable, anxious, on edge, not sure. Blech. This is so helpful. I'm so glad that I shared. I'm so glad that I shared. Two minutes left. Come on, Louise O'Man, we can fucking do this. Tell them your best uh, Christmas present ever my best Christmas present ever uh my mum used to get Christmas presents I, I swear she'd buy stuff for herself and wrap it up and give it to me because she like I wouldn't like it I'm like you have it no that's a lie she never, she'd buy it for me but she bought it because she liked it this is what I don't like it when people do when people buy presents that they like for you and you're like well then that's not for me is it you've got to buy but like I like buying presents for people that I think they would like 
So I had a really good, um, I've had some really good presents in, over the years. Oh, Asha got me some amazing stuff one year. Love like shoes that I really wanted and different stuff. Uh, oh God, what else have I had that I really like? What's been my favourite presents? Oh God, what's been my favourite presents? L- loads of them. I've had loads of presents. They're really lovely. You know, some families you go to and they get like 25 presents. They get like Xboxes and shit. That was never us. We'd get like a, like a nice jumper and a pair of socks and like a nice bath bombs and shit. That's more our vibe. But me and Asha recently we've been doing more like we do, we get stuff that we think we, we like. Do you know what a classic Christmas present present is, which is actually really good, is Ugg slippers. Ugg slippers, if you haven't had them, just trust me, get some Ugg slippers. Yes, they're expensive. They're like 60, 70 quid. Or at least they used to be. They might be like 100 now. But Ugg slippers are the best slippers. Just get Ugg slippers. When in doubt, what to get for your sister? I'm telling you, Ugg slippers. What will I should be getting this year? You got it. You guessed it. You got it. Thank you for listening to this horrific episode. We'll do better next week. I promise. Okay, I promise. But in the meantime, I'm Louise Romanan. I've got a show to do tonight, so I'm going to go drive to Eastley. I'm doing a gig, not a show like a gig. I'm looking forward to it. It's a three-hour drive, so I better get off. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, have a good weekend. Do do do. Famous with a baby. It's going to be fine. We're going to be fine. It's going to be fine.